Simply Abundant Intuitive Hour, The Journey of Attachment, a special series that takes a deep dive into the topic of insecure attachment and why you can't let go. Here's Tracy Crossley. Howdy, how are you all doing today? I am great. We are at episode 323, and it is another journey of attachment, making someone else the bad guy. Oh, I used to do that. I could probably get a degree in that. (laughs) Bachelor's degree in making other people the bad people. I was good. I smelled like a rose, right? Mm, Can you guys relate to that? Like when something doesn't go your way, do you blame other people? Uh, When you make a mistake, do you make it someone else's fault? Seriously, is that the first place you go in your head? Okay, you got to look at that, right? You're going to want to be very aware of yourself in this. Because when you don't want to feel bad about the choice you're making, you might put it on someone else, like they did it wrong. And there's a reason for it. There's a lot of shame under that, right? Not taking responsibility for your words and actions does not endear you to other people, nor does it draw you closer. So even though you're trying to shield yourself from the shame, it's not like you're winning friends here, okay? If anything, you're putting up walls between you and another person. Not taking responsibility will always do that. You're not going to have a close bond with people if you blame them instead. I mean, I'm all about responsibility. God knows how many times I'm going to repeat it through this podcast, by the way. They will get tired, of course, of bearing the brunt of your choices, especially if you're always blaming the same person or the same situation keeps happening and you blame that same person. I mean, just or blame different people, but it's the point of you're not having any sort of awareness on what your own actions are because it doesn't serve a relationship when there is no honesty and there's no honesty if you can't take responsibility for your own shit. Now this starts in childhood, of course, (laughs) and it usually manifests in avoidance, right? Avoidance, avoid. I'm going to avoid responsibility. So as an avoidant, there's a difficulty in accepting criticism, disappointing someone, experiencing negative emotions, and you try to avoid them literally. If you do something wrong, instead of feeling the emotions around that, you put it on someone else because you don't want to feel shit. Instead of owning your feelings, you blame. It really comes down to how you avoid your own feelings. So narcissists, which I'm not diagnosing anybody, by the way, have a habit of doing this because they have absolutely no idea how they actually feel or how what they do impacts other people. And that's to an extreme degree. There's not as many narcissists walking around the planet as we think there is. Okay, most of us (laughs) want to diagnose other people, don't we? So I just want to be clear. This isn't also to listen to my podcast and diagnose other people. Oh, they don't take responsibility. Well, just by the act of you saying that, I got to ask you, well, why are you so concerned with them taking responsibility? If you're hanging out with somebody and they're not, I'm going to guarantee you're not either. Remember, we are mirrors for each other. And if we weren't, like if you're around somebody who doesn't take responsibility, unless it's like a parent, you know, somebody that you have a blood relationship to and and they're your family member, and then still you can do things, okay? What I'm saying is you always have a choice about who you're going to be hanging out with, all right? Example, you have committed to going to dinner with a group of friends, okay? I've been in this position before, right? Where... Let's say your best friend arranged it and she also invited a few people you don't really like and it didn't bother you originally when you knew that this was going to happen. 
But now that it's getting closer, you just don't want these people to be there. So you're tired, you've had a hard week. Like these are all the excuses and stories going through your head, right? So instead of saying it, you just yell at your friend for inviting these people. Like, how could you have done that? Why would you have invited them when you know that I don't really like them? And, and so you create a drama and then you don't have to go, right? Because you can't deal with your feelings or express them openly. You're just gonna blame your best friend for ruining the evening by inviting these people that you just don't like. So your friend, obviously, getting yelled at for something that they don't even understand why the fuck they're getting yelled at, right? Like, hey, you knew these people were coming, what's your problem? This person obviously feels attacked and so tells you not to come and you get your wish. But it would have been much better if you had just simply said, I'm not up for seeing these people, so I'm not gonna go. Or I'm just not up for going out tonight. Whatever it is, just say it and take responsibility. But it is amazing how we will create dramatic situations out of nothing to avoid responsibility. All right, get your paper and pen. Here's a call to action. Stop blaming other people for your choices and making them the bad guy. Instead, own your choices and your feelings. So, hey, I'm going to talk about my favorite person that I always talk about, my mom. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, okay. So, sorry, she's just such great material for this podcast. I can't help it. All right. I mean, I could help it, but... It's just easy to grab at, well, you know what? This story really fits, and this one does once again. So as everybody who's been listening to my podcast knows, my parents did not come to my wedding back in September of 2018. And that's, you know, not really the most exciting part of it, but I want to kind of give you the trajectory of how she works this out. So they decided not to come for reasons that I still have no clue about. And what's interesting is that I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy, okay? My parents decided not to come. I'm the bad guy. And it's always been that I'm not a good enough daughter or I don't take her feelings into account. She doesn't really give a fuck about anybody else's feelings, but her feelings are what matter. And so to her, I'm never a good enough daughter. I'm not saying I'm not a good enough daughter because, you know, on some level I probably believe that too. And... I keep hoping that I've broken through that at this point, but at times I, I'm sure I could probably get triggered. I just feel like I've come to a lot of peace with it. So anyways, my mother communicates with me in a really strange way now. So it's like through text message and it's not, hello, how are you doing? It's like just statements. Like I, I had these videotapes of hers that I took, I think, like a year ago, and I was going to get them made to DVD because they're old family films. And um, and she told my brother that she thought I lost them. And I, what, I didn't say that to her, like, oh, I heard you think this, because that was an old family dynamic where, you know, one person would say something, and then it would get blown out of proportion by my mother, and then that would have my brother and I not talking, right? So anyway... Yeah, so she communicates in this really strange way where she sends me these text messages like, you need to send me back those tapes ASAP, like out of the blue. And you're like, oh, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> and it just, it just stuff like that where it's nothing, okay? Uh, you know, like at Thanksgiving, I made a group text and had my kids and my husband on it and everybody like said something and my mom said one thing to me like, oh, thanks. You have a happy Thanksgiving too. And then like my kids said stuff and like my mom didn't bother to answer. And, you know, and that's, again, something I accept. So, so my point is I'm showing you all of these things are 
somewhere, somehow, she feels wronged because this is her usual M.O. And when I talk to her, then she'll tell me how I've done wrong. So, so I did something wrong around the wedding, okay? And that's been the, the pattern of her actions. Am I assuming I could be? but I can only go by the communication she has with me. And I don't actually spend a lot, a lot of time building a case, but at this point, as again, I'm just trying to share something about how deeply ingrained these patterns can be, right? So anyways, in her communicating with me in a really weird way, that's her deal. That's not my deal, it's her deal. And I just keep looking at what I can do. How can I take care of my feelings? How can I feel good about my own actions, my own words? And this is where I keep coming back to. I keep taking responsibility for what I say and do. And my mother doesn't. She doesn't apologize. She doesn't ever say, oh my gosh, you must feel bad or nothing, nothing. It's never, ever been that. So she misses out on having a close relationship with me because she'll never own her choices. She'll never take responsibility for anything and doesn't really understand what that means. She can't accept that not coming to my wedding was her choice, but she continues to blame me for it. You know, through the things that she did tell me, it was, well, nobody ever calls us and checks on us. And uh, she told my brother that I wasn't having her help with the wedding plans. Although if that were the case, she could have just said, hey, I want to help with your wedding plans. But, you know, point is that the things I know of were things that I was somehow doing wrong. And so this enables her to avoid her feelings about her own choice. And she can create a story about me and who I am. And she can continue to react to that and make herself unhappy because that's pretty much what you do when you've locked yourself into that. I communicate with her in a way that feels good to me. Like I'm not locking myself in in this way. I'm not treating her as she's treating me. I'm treating her like a human being and I'm doing it because that makes me feel good about me. And that's why I do what I do. So what is the happy ending? Well, I've really come to a place where I don't take her personally. I just tell these stories because man, oh man, they are good, aren't they? I mean, they're such great examples of what this stuff is all about. So I don't feel like the bad guy in her stories, even though she makes me out to be, and that's fine. For a long time, I would feel guilty and bad. And it was, it took me so long to break that whole, I don't want to call it like glass, but you know, this whole fixed way of seeing myself as this bad kid. I'm a bad kid. I'm a bad, horrible person. And, and I saw myself like that my whole life because I was always the bad guy in the stories. And then I would always be so disappointed in myself and I would always feel so criticized and hurt and half the time struggling and going, how did I, how did I end up here? How did I end up the villain in the story, right? So I, I mean, I, you're talking years and years of living this way. And you know, the thing is, is that she needs to find bad guys for her stories. I'm not the only bad guy for her stories. I've heard her talk about other people and let them be the bad guy in her stories. And I know that, and she's not gonna change. So she'll continue to find things to blame me for, and that's totally fine. I mean, at this point, sure, why not? But for me, this is coming from me taking responsibility, me feeling good, me looking at, have I done everything I can do besides people, please, besides go over the top and try and convince her of anything. I used to do that years ago. I've gone in all different directions, and now it's the direction of taking care of Tracy. So call to action. Stop blaming other people for your choices and making them the bad guy. Instead, own your choices and your feelings. Why is this important? Well, regardless of which end you're on, you're distancing yourself from intimacy with another person. 
You're not having a bond with them. If anything, you're stretching the bond. You're breaking the bond. If you want to be close to people, you have to take responsibility for your choice, your emotions, your stuff. Stop blaming others for your shit. Stop your stories. Stop avoiding. Well, hey, I know what you're thinking, of course. It really is them. I'm not the problem. I make my choices because of them. Well, right there, you are powerless because if you make choices because of other people, you're basically wagering on something that isn't actually real. It's an assumption you have that you should do it this way. I should make my choices because of other people. Well, why? You're the only one in charge of your happiness. Nobody else is. So I can tell, or I should say, you can tell yourself that, but that means you're never going to feel good, right? You're just not going to feel good. And hey, if you don't want to feel good, then keep not taking responsibility and keep making choices because of what you think other people deserve or what you think they're doing, whatever it is that involves the words other people. And you keep doing that, you're going to keep having the same circumstances show up because the only person who's going to stick around is someone who's willing to take the blame, which is not healthy on their end. I got two tips and they're, they're kind of deep tips. So that's why I kept it at two. Number one. When you find yourself wanting to blame someone, ask what you're afraid of. Are you afraid of a feeling? Afraid that people will know you aren't perfect? Afraid that you're prone to mistakes? Find the fear. It's all fear-based, guys. Number two, responsibility is the way to freedom, so speak what's true. Stop creating stories about why they're making you do something. Realize the story is bullshit and look for your responsibility. Then take it. Yeehaw! Man, responsibility is a fucking sexy way to be, let me tell you. I love it. I love being married to somebody who takes responsibility. And I think he loves being married to somebody who takes responsibility too. At least that's what I hear from him all the time. And it makes for a cool relationship because it's not about blame. It's not about the winner and the loser. It's not you're an idiot and I'm smart or vice versa. It just isn't. And that's the relationship I watched growing up. Okay, call to action. Or No, actually, I'm sorry. The recap, <laughs> the recap, alrighty. You and only you are responsible for your emotional well-being. Making someone else the bad guy doesn't make you the good guy. It just leads you down a rabbit hole of crap. Taking responsibility for your feelings, choices, and action always feels better in the long run. Okay, now I'm going to do that call to action. Last time, stop blaming other people for your choices and making them the bad guy. Instead, own your choices and your feelings. You have a universal right. You have the right to blame and make someone else the bad guy and stay removed from yourself and others emotionally. Or you can take responsibility right now and change your relationships. Two related podcasts, Blame and Half Apologies, and My Feelings Are Hurt and It's Your Fault. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. So I'm so happy you guys all tuned in. If you have any questions about this podcast or any questions at all, you can email podcast at tracycrossley.com and I will answer it on my Facebook Live, which is every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, noon Eastern Time. And of course, you can see the rerun on my page. That's not a problem. It's there. Okay, so you don't have to see it live if you can't make it. And as you know, I have a video course that is meant to take out the toxic out of your life and out of your love life. Basically, if you want to have a better relationship, especially one with yourself, I highly recommend my video course. Start there. And if you really want to take it into overdrive, then okay, great. Join my group. It will kick your ass to the moon and back. And I am not going to take people on who I have to drag through. I think I've said this enough in my podcast. Like I can't work with people. I have to drag through things. It's either you show up and you do the work or don't do it. 
So I have plenty of resources out there that are free. Keep doing those, right? Right. Okay, guys. Anyways, I'm going to go. Have a good one. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Questions about today's show? Reach out to Tracy at info at tracycrossley.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating for the show so it can be heard by more people. For all things Tracy, check out tracycrossley.com.